is the Riot Squadcast, a supporter-driven show dedicated to L.A. Galaxy news, information, and opinions. Here's your hosts, Ed Rodriguez and Chris Zero Cool Tucker. Welcome to the Riot Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and staring straight into my eyes, like the loving lover he is, Chris Zero Cold Tucker. How are you doing, sir? Uh, I'm excellent, man. I'm, it's good to be back. Good to ooh, that sounded all fucking radio producery. Uh, I'm 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 exhausted. Same as oh, I've we're been. back to this now. It's, it's school. Back it's, to this again. Yeah. Twelve more, twelve weeks, and then we're out of here. And then we start all over again. Yeah, I'm like, 12 weeks. Yeah. Well, that's when this semester's over. Uh, I'm great, sir. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Uh, after a pretty, pretty fine weekend. You know, having good times with... Fun-filled. Fun-filled. Having good times back with the Lars family. With it's good the to Galaxy be home. family. It's always good to be home. Yes. Most, most definitely. And then uh, to our, my right, Chris's left, mm-hmm. is our dear, dear producer, Ben. Producer Ben, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? Doing all right. What's going on, man? What's what's everyone up to since yeah. two days ago? Since I've seen. Yeah. Well, I saw Chris. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to see you at the game. I was a little, I was bummed. I was looking all over for you. I am. He, I am walks, he walks to the back of 137 and goes, "Where is that fat fuck?" Which I guess that's, is that, that's not been for looking true. for you. Yeah, Mister Two and a Half Pounds uh, over here. <laughs> I did. First of all, I did not say fat. Starting fuck. early. Starting early. <laughs> I did not say fat fuck. Mm. First, I went to. I saw. I saw our good buddy Matt. Um. Hey Matt, where's that? He goes, I don't know, I ain't seen that fucker. He told me where Chris was, but that was it. Mm. Who do you believe? Thank you. Yeah. Actually, maybe it was Andrew that told me where you were, Chris. Where I was? Oh, you didn't go all the way down there. I did. Andrew I was in the capital box. Yeah, you, I, I went all the way down You strolled all the way down to the capital box. Yeah, I did go say hi to Andrew. I don't believe it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm feeling a lot of lies going on. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, come on, man. In the chat, Andrew, stick up for me, bro. It's all a witch hunt. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm, I tend to don't believe Ben on anything that he really says. Yeah. Let's see. That's fair. It's usually safe. Don't, yeah. Yeah, Play don't, the whole theme song today. Don't, like don't come to me for correct information, man. <laughs> oh, we know that already, dude. Exactly. Yeah, don't worry. Admitting the lie. Don't worry, yeah. Um, it was really fun. Andrew, being back. come on, man. Where are you? There you go. See? <laughs> there it, it was, is. It was very fun coming back to the stadium, man. It's like, even though we were there three three weeks ago for like a preseason game, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, man, it's, just, it's good to be back. But I guess it's more real, you know? It's nice walking in. It was... It was um, it was interesting seeing all the new kind of redesigns and, and how they change the stadium as now this is the you know the first official MLS game for Dignity Health Sports Park. Uh, I hadn't seen I hadn't been to the to the any of the preseason games, so I didn't get to see the the big sign that they have in the entrance now when you when you pull up and it's just right in your face. Like yeah, Dignity Health. You don't really have you don't have the the because used to be that big open roundabout and you yeah. kind of got to see the but I, I, they're maximizing that area now and they're using it for stuff so I, I, I like that but um, you know a whole bunch of new ad boards are up on the top of the stadium uh, a lot of things if you if you didn't get to make it out to that that first preseason game uh, like me you, there was a whole lot of new shit to see which is you know that was cool I dug that question Tucker shoot sir where did Erica get those cookies man. Because um, those are freaking good. I don't know, and I'm I like I, I genuinely question how much she spent on them because they were really good. Yeah, and usually the food at that place is 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 questionable. It's really expensive, but it's questionable. The cookies were really really good. Yeah, the churros don't ever get a churro. If you go to Dignity Health, don't ever get a churro. They, really? Yeah, they're terrible, man. They're always cold. They always suck. The oh, the worst churros in the world. Right. And it's hard to screw up a churro. 
I would imagine, but uh, the cookies were good. I, I found out we sell buckets of cookies. Buckets of cookies. We sell entire buckets of cookies. Buckets of cookies. This is, but that's one of the. It's one of those small things that no one really thinks about, where you just you hear about a bucket of cookies and you're like, I fucking love this country. Like this is a an amazing country where we know like heart disease, uh, ob- mass obesity, is killing people left, right, and center, and you can go to a sporting event and buy like pounds of cookies. Look, apparently you don't even have to be a fat obese dude to die of a stroke at 52. Yeah, R.I.P. Luke Perry. That's fucked up. Yeah, but that I mean the, the amount. With all due respect. The sheer amount of drugs that that man put into his body during the '90s, and just like every wrestler, it's, it ages you forty years. It all it all just kind of you know it catches up with you a little bit. Yeah, that dude was really he was like probably eighty or ninety inside. Man. Is he the first person from from nine hundred two one zero to die, outside of whoever ran the Peach Pit, who I assume is dead? Uh, didn't I? Didn't I and Zerian overdose? No, nah, that dude's another. He, or he's not dead. He's uh, he's, I dude, feel he's, like he's in shape. I think, I mean, he may, like he may as well be best. dead. He's been doing the best out of all of them. He may as well be dead, though. He's doing all the Sharknados, man. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's, that's right. He did, like, nine Sharknado movies. <laughs> I actually take it back. What's the name of the, the like, rich, spoiled, the one everybody hates? I want to say Tori Wilson, but that's Jenny Garth? Or no. Tori Spelling? Tori Spelling. Tori Spelling's alive. She might be dead inside. But she's Isn't alive. her father the one that's, like, the big producer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. and she he totally got, she got that show all on her own. She 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 went in with a fake name, and somehow no one in that entire studio knew that she was his daughter, and she got that show all in. with her, you know, horrible charisma. She was able to, to lock that show down on her own. She's very talented. I, I, here's woman. the hot takes on 90210 from Chris, man. Who would have? What's weird is I've already forgot her name. <laughs> I'm already thinking of Tori Wilson. Again. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's true. Aren't we all? Yeah. Aren't good. we all? But yeah, I mean it was good. It's good seeing like uh, I got to meet Jerry Bear. So oh, Jerry Bear. Jerry Bear. I got to say that live. Jerry Bear came out when I met him. He was like, "Hey, Chris," and I was like, "Cause we we you know not to sound whatever, but we got recognized a couple times. Yeah, I I walked. I was walking towards Lot 13, and one person I was, I'm sure, yelling at Eric or the kids about something, and uh, someone was like, "Oh, you guys do that show," and I was like, "I do one of them." Why? Which one do you listen to? Because this would be crushing if I got this wrong. <laughs> like my ego can't take getting this information wrong. Hey, you're the guy from Nag News. You're the yeah. yeah you're, oh, are you? You're from straight from the stands. I'm like, no, that's that's uh, that's those are people who are far more talented than I am. I apologize, sir. I'm, oh, but speaking of uh, Nag News, uh, Eddie from that show was witness while I was there trying to go into section 138. Apparently, my ticket wasn't in Lars. Oh. It was the the 300 level. Oh, 338? But because that's the Southeast GA. Really? Yes. Okay. I didn't. So I didn't know that because I guess I got my six game pack too late. Cause I guess oh, that's it, right. You got it through the through the stadium, it not must, from it, the Lars site. It must have been sold out at that point already. Yeah. Um, so the, my ticket for the home opener was Southeast GA. So the first half I got in fine. No problem. When Second half. Because they changed it. It was this older black dude that yeah. was working security. So when I go down there and he's like, oh, no, that you're you're upstairs. No, first he tried to send me to general admission on the other end. Like the ACB end? And I'm like, no, this is Southeast. This is Southeast general admission, <laughs> which I thought maybe that's what they turned the Lars section into. Yeah, I, I thought all of Lars, last I checked, all of Lars was was like a South end. It is, but it says it actually says Lars on Lars, the ticket. Uh, so, But it just said Southeast GS. So I was like, oh, maybe that's what they turned it into. Yeah. Not knowing that, oh, no, that's the 300 level. You ended up being able to get in. Well... Yeah. Just kind of hung, hung hey, you didn't pull it. Don't you know who I am? Oh, you sh- no, fucking, no, no, no. You so, you just to see, just for the story, you should have been like, "Excuse me, sir, I am Ed Rodriguez of uh, Middle of the Road Quasi Failed Podcast." So, podcast. so the, he could, he could, he could have gone. Welcome. <laughs> 
So I was it, like, I'm joined by no, no, nothing, yeah, nothing. By my lovely wife Denise, who would also like to get into the section. I mean, yeah. yeah. But from the, so uh, other ad from News Across Galaxy, he was there. He's like, dude, just let him in. Like, what does it matter? Like, it, and like the security guy thought we were like ganging up on them. Yeah. Like, we're like. So now I'm mad. Now I'm mad at the other ad for not for not introducing you as. Don't you know who he is? Yeah. Just to put you in that situation, be like, oh, you fucking. You know who this goddamn guy is? This this guy has downloads of his podcast by the dozens. But it was weird because then, um, you know, people you know were coming in and out, saying what's up to me, blah blah blah. And so I think the guy realized like I was part of the section, so he he called and he was like, you know what, you're good, dude. Just let him know like I let you go down and it's fine. I'm Tell like, me, huh. okay, yeah, cool. Well, that's his moment. He's like, like, hey, don't you know who I am? Like I wasn't giving him any shit for it. Like I was like, whatever. Yeah. I was I, I did I was like hey the first, the dude in the first house let me down like what do you mean like I can't go down there so like, just tell him it's cool it's just cool and I just stay, I just stood up top of like the section and I was just like chilling watching the game I was like whatever there? it's yeah. all good I brought the whole family out I had uh, uh, we brought the baby out we brought Damien who Ben Ben got to meet and hold and uh, he he doesn't know that you helped build his crib and helped put a car seat in and when I say help I mean did all literally all well he didn't you didn't we built the crib but you entirely uh, put the car seat in because I had. Damien would be dead if I put the car seat in. I, I, there's still a chance the crib might collapse on it, if I'm honest. But so far, so good. Uh, but yeah, Ben got to meet Damien. Was it an IKEA crib? Because that's is it likely. IKEA? No, it's like a um, oh, it's it's like a uh, it's like a famous kid furniture thing. I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. Do you know, do you remember Ben? No, I don't remember. I remember you just you sent me the link, and I'm like, all right, cool. Oh yeah, it's like, that's how he's got it like that. I just put it on the black card. He's like, oh. Slide it. That's, uh, that's the card that Laura doesn't check. <laughs> that's, that's the card Laura doesn't know about. Doesn't know about. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, I, now I got to do some editing too. Yeah. Thanks, guys. It's all coming out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I brought we brought Damien, uh, we brought Jonas and Sonia, both the kids. A lot of people got to meet them. They had a great time because people kept coming up to them. And it's a little weird because, and I love all of you who who you know listen to the show and and follow along with my weird little family. But telling my kids stories you know about them that and they don't know you, it comes across creepy. A little creepy. It comes across a little strange. I enjoy it, mostly because I forget it entirely what we talk about here. But when uh, when they meet Jonas and they're like, oh, I hear you're doing great in Chris's math class. And he's like, I, what are you talking about, buddy? Because you got to realize they don't listen to the show. Yeah. So they have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. That, Sonia knows the show exists. I'm not sure she knows the name because I, you know, they got the internet. I don't want them, you know. Dad talks about dick and fart jokes and and condoms and shit. Like I don't need you involved in any of that. Uh, but yeah, people were coming up and talking to them about various aspects of their own life, which was uh, pretty fun and fascinating. Erica was like, you know, they're gonna. Some people are gonna treat Chris like a celebrity. I'm like, no, they're not. Stop talking like that. Don't. And then they come up to you like, here's a beer, Chris, and. Here's a shot, Chris. Here's some edibles, because that happened. Somebody wanted to take pictures. I got, oh, hold on. I got offered, uh, uh, what is it called? The little marijuana vape pen. I got offered marijuana pens by like five people in front of the kids over and over and over again. Don't ever stop doing that. You're like, children, yes. it's tobacco. Yeah. Well, that's not better. <laughs> so, sometimes your dad, when he's drinking, he likes to take a little hit of a tobacco. Yeah. It's just, just a, a little, it's an eye opener. It's just yeah. something to keep, something to keep me focused. Keep well, me going. more, more an eye closer, but you know, whatever. But I did get some edibles, and that was nice, and that kind of leveled me out a little bit. And had a couple beers, was great. Eric and I did the math; turned out to be like eight or nine beers and a shot, uh, which I don't really. I remembered six, and then we did the math, and it, that number started creeping up. 
but overall, you know, it's a great, great, uh, great outing. Nice. And the family fucking dug it. That's the number one thing that's important. I needed that game that would like suck them in and get them like, whoa, whoa hold on. What the fuck's going on? And so this is the first time like we're driving home and everyone's excited and pumped and like retelling aspects of the game and going through, you know, Sonia said her favorite thing was Andrew down front and the chance and the, the, the boom, boom clap, you know, uh, it was just, I couldn't ask for more. It's perfect. 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 Outing. Yeah. I, I definitely loved meeting people for like who listened to the show mm-hmm. and like the FIFA squad cast stuff. And this is, that was fun. That we're was really all fun. supposed to take a picture at the next home game. Like just get a big, I don't know who's going to kneel in front. Cause there's a couple, there's a couple heavies in this, in this line, just Jer bear in the front. He's the only decently skinny person. Yeah. Um, but we're yeah, going to try to take a group photo at the next home game for all the squad cast FIFA contestants. That was dope. All right, Ben, do you want to, Oh, you got something to say? All right, go on. Yeah, no, I, we, um, I took the family to the game, kind of like Sans the oldest one. I brought my brother, my wife, and my youngest. And it was, we got tickets on the secondary market day of the game, 131, like four rows up. So I was like center of the field, four rows up. It was fantastic. And as it started raining, um, my my youngest, she had a, a soft jacket with a hood, but the person behind her gave her her poncho. It was like oh, totally shit. cool, the atmosphere of the game, just just like how... I don't know. She was like, poor little brown girl. Yeah, it was like, well, <laughs> not really. She's like, poor little girl. She was with my wife, man. I mean, she was sitting, I was on the end, so I mean, it kind of looked like maybe two different people, you know, like maybe, you know, mom took the kid type of thing, you know? Poor little brown Canadian girl. Yeah. You go. Cover yourself. But no, I just thought it was Be cool of ga- another Galaxy <laughs> like you fan. With, like so- like Yeah, Southern black woman there. Be warm, like, child. Ooh, ooh, child. <laughs> Let me tell you, we freezing out here. Where your jacket at, child? I'm, just, I'm trying to say it was it was really nice of a fan. There you guys go. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Why, why can't that real nice fan be southern and like and eighty black. and black? What's wrong with Have that? Have you met a nice eighty year old southern black woman? No, they, they but tend that to be doesn't surly. matter. I bet you there's a couple that go to the Atlanta games, right? They go to Atlanta games. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. There's got to be. I'd love it. I'd love to get like an eighty year old woman like in a couple blocks. There is like there is a <laughs> uh, a rotund black woman for. Uh, Atlanta United. That's in the capital box. That, at least I that was in the capital box during uh, MLS Cup. Okay, that's dope. Um, she get all pissed off if someone's not fucking like she makes the ACB look like you know. What are you doing? Don't got to stand up. What are you doing? That's well, that's what at DT Radio Ben. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So any of you ACB or, or show at Riot Squadcast. Show at Riot yeah. Squad. Yeah. Ben at Riot Squadcast. That's he, the one. He will read your <laughs> email. Anything else said? <laughs> ben, ben at Riot. Yeah. Ben at RiotSquadcast dot com. You can get that. That's the directly at him. There Take you it to him. It's easy. What? Just, just make sure you follow me then. You know what? I think the funniest thing is I, uh, I got from this weekend's game is that Denise gets a little jealous when I get free beers. And she's just like. What's up? You know, where my shit at? Yeah. Where's her, where's her like runoff beer? Yeah. <laughs> well, she spilled my beer and I'm still a little, I'll be honest, I'm still a little, little upset about it. It was my first beer of the season. And I went to hug her and she like flailed her arm like one of those used car salesman things i was like hey denise i went like nice normal around the top like like a drunk podcaster who spills his whiskey and coke on on audio this is my this was my oh well yeah i had been drinking that day but at the time this was my first beer it's different it's totally different it's entirely different scenario it's all good you're not drinking beer anymore so she saved you uh well i was drinking beer then (laughs) that's that's mostly what i'm upset about i was loading up at the time on that day all right moving on let's uh hit that jingle benjamin This is Lars News. It's not real news. This is just Lars News about stuff and things we want to talk about. Lars News. This is Lars News. 
All right, so we got a couple things. I got a little message here from President Carlos Oso, Oso Fresh. Uh, he will say a big thanks to everyone for coming out to the home opener. The stadium is rocking. Thanks to everyone for helping making it happen. Also, a huge thanks to the Black uh, Rose Phantoms, Oof. which is the band who came out and rocked the house before the game at the pre at the tailgate. Um, pretty awesome stuff. I, I got I to catch part of them. I, I we got there a little late, so I got, but they, I only they, got to catch. And they've a done bit. they've done a Fourth of July before too. Okay, so it's, it's they were good, good, good band. They were good friends of the friends of uh, the friends of the squad. Um, here is an update on the. Cosmo Alien Nut Punch. It's the March to 300. The March to 300. Hashtag March to 300. Which, first of all, (laughs) I don't know if I should be angry or contemplating why so many people are so excited to see see me want to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Proud. Like, they get, people get, are getting joy out of this. Mm -hmm. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm joyous right now. Hey, next Squadcast t shirt. March the hashtag March to three hundred. We should just do what's the what's the name of the guy from from the movie? Leonidas. Leonidas is that the the king guy? I think so. That guy with uh, Cosmo's head on top. That's what I wanted to do for the Photoshop for the picture for last oh, week. Nah, I fucked it up. There's still time. You can make a poster out of it. Anyways, um, so as of the recording right now, there are ninety six one hundred thirty one hundred. Uh, there are 96 138 SE members, so we're about a third away from reaching 300, and I think it's going to go until June, so this might happen. Oh, it's side chance. I, I don't want to say it's definitely going to happen, because it's just like in, in for elections. If any, if any one side thinks they're going to win, their people come out a little less because they feel comfortable. I want everyone to understand, we need you. If you want to see... Your let's be honest, favorite podcast host. No shame in that. I don't know. There's no shame in that. Let's if do you, a poll. I, no, I that's the thing. I, I, don't, don't, I don't want to do that either. I don't want the results. Because either way, one of us is going to be like really sad. Yeah, I don't need that information. Well, we would do me, you, or other, and then Josh? other would win. Josh, uh, well, you know, Josh. Yeah, Josh. I mean, I like Josh. I mean, I would vote uh, Angel from. Uh, from Street from Stance? Yeah. It's like you forget the name of a show. I forgot. No, I had like a real brain fart. I'm like, wait. Which one is it? I think it's a, yeah. There's, there's a lot now. There's a lot of, here's how you spend that. There's a lot of independent content to follow. And we're all kind of, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, I did, it's fluid. It's a I fluid did, situation. I did enjoy that. Uh, what was it? The, the Friday. Everyone's like tagging like Galaxy. The Follow Friday. Yeah. The Follow Friday. Yeah. That was pretty cool. To say like, wow, holy crap. There's like. There's a lot now. A bunch now. Yeah. And I love it. Um. But we're moving along. We need everyone. We need everyone on board. The money goes somewhere good. The money goes somewhere that helps all the supporters. All the well, not all the supporters groups, but definitely all the supporters, and helps them build out the TFO. There was a nice uh, Ziggy TFO at the game. This is how these things get done. This is how we have these uh, um, these big meet and greets and these parties and all and what have you. We do it with 138 SC money. This is how the foundation kind of runs and operates. And you can watch Ed's little giblets just get fucking obliterated. Yeah, excuse me, medium giblets, okay? Me, Ed's Ed's totally average size giblets. Good? Good. Okay, thank you. Upper average, 51%. Just, come on. This is how we get it done. So we need you. With that said, we're going to hit 300, Ed. We're definitely going to hit you know what's You know what's the most messed up part about it? Hmm. Is I'm actually signing up for two oh, 138 SC packages. Man. That's 98. 
That's 98 right there, sir. <sighs> That's 98. We got Don Fredo saying he's he probably needs to sign up, so that takes us to 99. We're, cro- we're crossing that threshold tonight. Let's get it done. Well, we still got to sign Erica's up. That takes us to 100. There you go. So you already got 100. One third way there. And uh, so our, our friend and patron for the show, Amy, mm-hmm. sent me a patron video. Patron number one. Sent me a video uh, when they were at the Santa Monica Pier last Thursday of Cosmo practicing his nut punch on uh, oh, yeah. on her husband, Matt. I made it into a GIF. So that's fun. Right now. That's fun. Um, also, you can get any or all of the uh, LA Riot Squad tickets to home matches except for the LSU game. Uh, they're going to be all on the LARIOTSquad.org site. Go there, purchase your tickets. Now, um, all the tickets except for Chivas, we won't have those until midseason. Stop asking. LOL. That's from, from Carlos. <laughs> so stop asking. Um, even the 4th of July tickets are up, so if you guys want to buy those early, because, you know, those go back quick. So get those early as possible. Um, yeah, that's all for Lars News. Uh, one other thing, just... The 138 SC memberships, only 138 SC members will be eligible for the LAFC away tickets. The allotment. Oh. Yeah. So that's another reason to Breaking sign news. Up. And then uh, also about viewing parties, that's going to be up soon. I don't know if you've seen on the Twitters, there's going to be one in, I mean, damn near every five, ten mile radius. So mm-hmm. there's going to be a viewing party in your area and you don't have to drive a crazy amount of distance. So. Keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. Go look on, you know, ACB's Twitter, Lars' Twitter. Like, they're there. If you have a place that you want to get a, you know, viewing party together, dude, hit them up, and they'll, you know, get oh, I saw a new one uh, that's following us on Twitter. It's uh, LA Galaxy Temecula, I think it is. Everywhere, uh, baby. Where they're, they're, they basically got together and started their own and formed their own viewing parties. So if you live in that region, uh, we've retweeted them a couple times. We follow them. Uh, so you can always check out our followers list. I'll retweet them a couple more times. I'm going to try to find their account right now and tweet it out. So if you're listening live, it's up. And if you're not, um, hit our timeline. It'll be there. Oh, yeah. They mentioned the live feed. Uh, if you guys are listening to live, uh, you guys can call in. If you guys have any questions, any opinions on anything we're talking about, give us a call at 562-641-5277. That's 562-641-5277. And if you're watching on the YouTube stream, it's right there in the corner. Look, on your top left corner. There's a number. Quick dials. That's uh, at LA Galaxy TVS for the Temecula Valley supporters. Hey, there you go. That's that's awesome. That's red. All right, moving on. Let's talk before we get into the Chicago game. Let's talk. uh, I know there's a little. uh, Hold on. on, on. You want to breathe a little? I just want to. I want to soak every single second of this in. (sighs) My body is ready. Do it, Ed. I don't know. What I'm, I don't know what's going on. Oh, you're talking about something different. I thought you were talking about old boy being gone. Oh no! Okay, you want to talk about that first? I just want to talk, yeah. I want, okay. Ed, I'm chomping at the bit. No, let's, let's talk. Let's talk statue. Let's talk statue first. <sighs> okay. No, see, he's smart. It's good radio. Yes. You make him. You 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 dangle you him build. out there, Ben, and then you wheel him on in. That's let's talk. Him. Let's talk the the controversy that happened with this uh, Beckham statue that went up on the weekend. There's no controversy. No. There's no. no, 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 no. Well, technically, there's no evidence to show that there's a controversy anymore. Uh. Well. They ended up, uh, yeah. You go ahead. You go ahead. I'll I'll stop interrupting. So, as you, as you all know, the David Beckham statue was erected this uh, this past Saturday. Nice. Uh, and it was unveiled to everyone. You know, the typical Beckham taking a free kick. You know, whatever. Uh, come to find out that the Galaxy posted a video. The Galaxy posted a video of like the the making of the statue, 
And just so happened that the creator of the statue just was like, yeah, I got the inspiration for the statue from uh, his days at PSG. Yeah. It's one of one of his one of his his passes or crosses or shots when he was at PSG. Outside of that, I don't know. I don't. I have no other further comment on it. Cause... And it, you know, it, you know what? To to be fair, to be honest, it's like a non-issue issue because mm-hmm. who gives a shit in mm-hmm. the end of it? Well, but well, they the, do because if they didn't care, well, they do. Yeah, if they, they would have, they would have kept up looked. the video that yes. they instead of deleting their video, yes. editing their video. Yeah. And then re-uploading their video, which if Sans if, Beckham and PSG jersey talk, which if you're if 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 it's difficult to figure out, is the actual my actual issue with it. My actual issue wasn't because it's stupid. Like it, there's so many images and there's so many shots and there's so many poses that the guy had while he was here um, that they could have used and they could have you know could have been the basis. But the basis that they used is a pass or cross from when he was at Paris Saint Germain. Whatever. Whatever, like he shouldn't have had a statue first anyway. Like he, if he was going to get a statue first, in, and we talked about this when we first covered the uh, them unveil, they were announcing that they did a statue. I fully believe Beckham deserves one. I think it belongs at MLS MLS headquarters. I understand the argument for having one here, and if they're going to do it, then fine, whatever. Um, I don't understand the need to like delete the video and then cut that shot out because there's still later in the, in the same, in the same video that they use, um, there's still the same PSG photo in the back of where the sculptor is working. We're like the, the chief area where the sculptor is working, big blown up shot of it again, whatever, like what, who can, whatever. Um, fine, fine, fine. Like he's, but he's got, he's got, he has a statue because he was at Madrid and he was at Manchester United and he eventually went to AC Milan and he captained England and th- that's the reason Beckham. Had Here, a statue here's here. the reason why Beckham got the statue. Um, I, there was someone reported it that even two hours after the game was done, there were people p- taking pictures of with yeah. the statue out he, there. He, he that's why the statue. and engagements and whatever. Yes. Um, it's for the gram, dude. It's it's it's, it's all, all about the gram. Hashtag likes, double tap, double tap hearts. It, Whatever. Get them engagements up, dude. If anything, for me, it, it solidifies my opinion on Beckham having a statue. It, it, he didn't. He didn't get it because of his time with the Galaxy. Because sixty percent of his time with the Galaxy was bad. the The back half of it was really good, and it worked out great, and that's awesome. But the majority of it wow. was. The majority yeah, of it was. Let's, let's say fifty five percent. I'll give you fifty. I'll give you fifty. Let's let's go fifty. Fifty percent of the time he was here, he was uh, a nuisance and a headache at best. He was a downright distraction on his worst days. Uh, he, on his worst days in his first few years, he was geo, but performing better, and actually showing up to work when you know it was necessary to show up to work. Often played through injury. Give credit where it's due. But when there was a reason to, and, when it was and death threats and death threats, major death threats, death threats. But when there was opportunity or reason to take off, this is a guy who went on on cam- on camera for Sky Sports when he played for when we loaned him to AC Milan because he wouldn't stop complaining about wanting to what was it play for the World Cup or the Euros or whatever. Every opportunity he had tried to take off. That is a fact. That's what happened. But he has a statue not because of the totality of his time here, but because. Two hours after a game, you're going to have people taking st- pictures with it. I saw the statue. I think it looks nice. It's great. Good on him. He is a he is a a actual legend of I, MLS. I find it weird and like okay, cool. 
that it's like the weird like motion blur yeah thing whatever that's going on because they wanted to make it and like color of the jersey like it's kind of weird but it's all good whatever yeah good on them congrats i like that that it, uh, i think it was mike mcgee said once because uh, i guess it was a surprise in the video package when his kids did the you know congrats dad you deserve it blah blah, blah. like Beckham was cool and calm for the entire thing. Except for that The part. moment the kids came on, and he fucking lost it. And I, you know, going on. It, I was glad to see him at the stadium again. I, I forgot how it much was, I It was nice to see him at the stadium. That was nice. I heard Brian Jordan was there, but they made him buy his own ticket. Brian, But Brian Jordan comes to the Galaxy a lot. Like, yeah. as if he's got, I presumably, nothing better to do on the day. Um, but he shows up a lot. And it's, well, I would see that dude. He's like. got him in a picture. He's at, like, the Facebook's, uh, like, an Instagram uh whatever studios and stuff like that mm-hmm. that dude's just like living his life man. man beautiful man get him he's on the bachelor yeah, no, I, I, I think the i think beckham picked up his ticket you know just you know gave him some runoff type stuff you know hey, i hope so just like the old days just like, baby <laughs> just like the old days uh, i do like in the in the in the live chat i'm assuming it's damon az damon in his own or whatever mm-hmm. uh he's asking where's the kovalenko statue though uh i would now do you have it where it's like he's literally like snapping some dudes like Arm off. Standing over uh, Osvaldo Alonso in that first uh, Seattle game when they came to the step-up center. Was that so the, this is war? This is war, yeah. That's that's the image I want. That's going to be on the, on the plaque. Mm-hmm. This is, this <laughs> is doesn't war. even say uh, Dima's name. It just says, just, this, this is war. Is war. <laughs> and he's, he has to be standing on, on, on a pile of like body parts, oh, right? Yeah. Skulls. Sk- just skulls. Skulls, yeah. Skulls and bones. I like that. That's the way they get down. Let's just put him on like a Game of Thrones chair. Let's just put let's let's just put him on Beckham statue. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Dima's a better looking man. I'm just I'm more scared of Dima than I yeah. will ever be of David. He's Beckham. gonna he's gonna Eastern promises you. <laughs> Anyways, all right, moving on. Let's talk. Let's talk to Chicago game. Um. Oh, sorry. No. Yes. All right. You want you got to play the music first though. No, no. He he's got to get going first. Then I'll then I'll start it. What I'm 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 good. I'm sober today, so I'm like whatever, whatever you guys need, I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm all. Let's talk because you know breaking news last last Friday, mm-hmm. um, Giovanni dos Santos is no longer an LA Galaxy player. Yeah. Where is the clapping, Ben? Come on, of all the times, there you go. You know, I'll be honest. I was, uh, I'm a little disappointed. I really thought the kid was going to find a way to. Turn the whole thing around. There's no, no, there's, there, this is the one time you're not going to get. Just go. This is the one time you're not going to get anger or rage from me. This is happiness. You know what it is? You can hear the smile in my, in my, on my face. It finally, the chickens finally fucking came home to roost. A kid, someone who has spent their whole life dragging ass and, and partying. And now, you know, I, I don't know whether he does drugs. I've seen, I've seen a lot of videos and pictures lately that doesn't exactly make him look good. But, it all just finally caught up. I think he got to a point where he, he he actually wanted to play soccer. I genuinely think for the 2019 season, he wanted to play soccer. But, finally, fucking finally, it was too little too late. MLS held their ground and said, no, we will not allow any other avenues that gets you four designated players, despite the fact we had four last year, whatever. We will not allow, you know, Zlatan and Geo to switch switch salaries which doesn't make any sense because they were again totally cool with it last year never hit a hat trick on the galaxy no geo hat tricks ever gonna come my prediction 
for 2019, spot the fuck on because he managed to redeem himself by going away. <laughs> that's, by going no, away. That oh, I'm, count. I'm counting that shit. No, do by, you count that, Ben? No. He cashed his $6 no. million and he took the fuck off. I'm taking it. I'm, I don't care. I'm taking it. Uh, he's gone. Zlatan's here. Granted, we lost we lost Geo and we lost Bradford and we lost Ola Kamara. So we're, as long as as long as Zlatan is is healthy, we're going to be fine at least for right now. Uh, but Bill, you know who deserves a statue? DTK deserves a statue. Skiloto deserves a statue. Well, every manager, every manager who beat the Galaxy last year that forced Chris Klein into this position, they all deserve statues in your Legends Plaza. The biggest cancer in the history of the Galaxy. Gone. Worst contract in the history of MLS. Gone. And every per- yeah, and this was this was another thing. Sorry, I'm gonna go past your music. This is another thing. Every person that called me racist, xenophobic, or nationalistic who celebrated Giovanni dos Santos getting bought out and leaving the fucking galaxy, I want my goddamn fucking apology. I want it now. I want it yesterday. I want it tomorrow. I want it every day for the rest of your life. How long was Gio here? Four years. I want it every day for four years. That's what I want. That's what I want. Or one. One is fine. One will do. Because I'm gonna forget eventually. But that's it. Peace. I felt, and you know what was great? The there was this like cathartic moment in because Galaxy Twitter is a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty dark place. It's hot, right? Galaxy Twitter is a, is a pretty dark place, and people, you know, admittedly, kind of led by me sometimes, fall down these like dark holes. But there was this uniform, collective, whole positivity and good that just. Going into, I mean, really, we'll get into the Chicago game. Chicago didn't stand a chance. They didn't stand a chance because you had a team that was playing, all moving in the same direction, even though we weren't, we didn't play great. But you had an entire fan base moving in the same direction. It was, it was definitely a different vibe to that game and like around the team for sure. Like just the energy, uh, uh, yeah. the positivity. Everyone was like, "Good, he has to go." And I, and I admit it. It's it's the it's the tweet I had on Friday. I'm like, thank you for all the people who cried about us having 40ps, because you got your wish. Now you gave us two million dollars to spend, oh, and to make us better as a team. So thank you, thank you MLS, MLS for like this is where we're gonna we're we're gonna keep our our you know make our stand. Thank you because if you made us keep Giovanni dos Santos, you know the thing none of us wanted. None of us wanted it, but if you were if you guys were able to keep, make us keep. Giovanni Dos Santos, mm-hmm. you would have kept us in a hole that we couldn't have dug ourselves out of. Yeah. Now you've given us an avenue where we're going to go and buy two more players, three more players, and make our team that much better and make us contenders. The, That's what you've done. Thank you. The amount- Thank you, MLS, because you have made the Galaxy better, and you are, quote-unquote, making the rules to benefit the Galaxy. Because this Ed. is a benefit. Do I need a Thank song you. for you? Play the, play the music. <laughs> no, ben, play the music. <laughs> Ed, Ed doesn't often get to the music. Play the goddamn music. I'm already done. You're done? Yeah. All right. Um, I think you're even wrong on your um, – I think you're right, spot on on everything. But the the financial aspect, the amount of money we have to spend is crazy. The amount of money we have to spend to work on this team right now, I'm not even – even if we lost against Chicago, we can lose the next two or three games. I'm not, I'm not really worried. It's going to take time. It's going to take time to build out what these guys want it to do. Now it's DTK's team. Now it's GBS's team. Well, that was the problem is they had no room. They had no room. They had no room to do anything. So for all these, these, you know, and we talked about it earlier in the the offseason, a lot of these restructured contracts and and bringing a lot of these other guys back and and kind of renegotiating things, a big portion of that was we were stuck. 
we were stuck and and yeah is is Felcher performing the way you want mm, not necessarily uh Romney ended up getting a raise but is is Boateng performing the way you want would you have rather gone out and got but would you rather go out and get somebody else in that spot maybe but Boateng's willing to come back at the money you need him to come back at and you're so strapped to the to the cap you have to work with what you got now we have the 1.5 million we would have paid Geo that we're not we have the allocation money that we can convert Ola Kamara's 2.75 million into if we didn't use that cash to buy out Geo if we if it's not a direct we're taking that money from the sale buying out Geo if instead we took that money let MLS go hey we're going to take allocation money and we're going to figure some other shit out with it i mean i, I mean not even that say say we don't have that right say that money mm-hmm. does go to the buyout you still have 500,000 that was going to Ola Kamara and the TAM that he was going to pay to get him down but yeah but in addition to that we were looking to buy we were we, the rumors anyway if you want to believe them that AEG had signed off on paying Geo 6 million dollars out before Ola Kamara's uh, uh Chinese Super League offer came in yeah so at, at least from a monetary standpoint AEG had already said hey you do whatever the fuck you got to do to fix this we're willing to eat 6 million on this fuck oh then, AEG, AEG already signed the the blank check we're good. Like, go ahead then we were able to flip Ola at a profit. Like, remember, Mad we, we made an insane profit on Ola Kamara. God, thank you, China. And we're keeping two point. We're keeping roughly two point seven five million of that, and that's in cash. Whether we convert a healthy chunk of that to to allocation money or not, it's hard because it is that MLS funny money. But we're it looks like we're floating somewhere in the area of about three million dollars in the green to build out a team that's already got David Bingham, who is playing well. Polenta, who's probably going to get better, we'll say. Shelvik, who's doing okay. And Tuna, who is, you know, I, I like, but is early. But there's still a team with Sebastian Legette, with Jonathan Dos Santos, my boy Janino, with Zlatan, uh, with Alessandrini. Hmm. But this is still a team that has pieces that should be a playoff contender. What, we were one game, we were 28 minutes out of making the playoffs last yeah. year. 28 minutes. We lost some useful pieces in someone like Kamara. We're still going to have to find a way to replace 14 goals. We're still going to have to find a way to replace uh, uh, Ashley Cole's 10 assists because it doesn't look like we've we've found a direct replacement for that yet. But this is a team that was 28 minutes from making, making the postseason that might have somewhere in the area of $3 million to work with in allocation money. We're going to be okay. If ever before you needed to believe, we're going to fucking be okay. We might have one more questionable personality in the locker room, depending on how he gets over his brother getting sold. But outside of that, we have a coach that's clearly in charge. We have a director of soccer operations that's clearly in charge. We have a captain who is by far and away the guy on the team, and everyone else is built around him. You could feel pretty positive. Coming into into the summer, I'm feeling good. All right, speaking of, let's, let's talk about the game then. And we'll do it in our, our usual fashion. We'll do our ups and downs. Um, I guess I'll go first. Please. Uh, I'll go with. I guess I'll start. Let me. I'll start negative, and I'll go positive. Um, start with the down with the the the. Let's do three downs and then three ups because I mine's okay. is negative too. So I want I want to give a down to our new signings. All of them. I want I want to give a down to Antuna, okay. who looked. Lost and maybe that because the whole having to switch over to the right side after Alessandrini went out, mm-hmm. um, and obviously 
a down for Polenta in that back pass. I don't know what the hell he was doing. Yeah. Um, it was he had a, had a fine showing. Um, still was not phased by that that giveaway, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, I was I was and then Cuello definitely looked like he's a step or two slower than everyone on that field, and I think that's just the the mentality coming from college and trying to translate into that into the the, the professional game. Sure. Like he, he just looked lost. Big chunks of that game. Um, my my singular down was going to be uh, Quayo. Um Boom boom boom. He he had uh, who scored? Quayo. Who scored? Gave him a five point nine rating. He was rating ratings wise the worst player in the field. Um, I agree. I think a lot of it is just going to. I mean, I want to go too too hard on the kid. I think a significant chunk of it is probably nerves. Probably that that professional transition from college to preseason to actual real world games that that matter and and your opposition is going to be coming at you a lot harder than you're really planning for uh, or that perhaps you're just looking at he had a 75 percent pass completion so you know three out of four passes make it from where he's at and from what we're kind of asking of him he, he just he has to do better than that um one shot in the whole game uh dispossessed twice like he he attempted to dribble and just kept losing the ball it didn't it didn't it didn't really work for him in, in any way. I there's there's times where you see he'd make smart choices. There was the one where Emma uh, slotted him a ball inside the box. He made a nice run, but you know, uh, Bastian Swinesar has, has you know been playing for longer than he that dude's been alive. Yeah. So um, you know, he made a good tackle. I mean, yeah. I th- I think maybe in the long term, you know, when he his 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 soccer brain develops into being a professional, it'll catch up. But for a starter. And and we saw who came on later in that game that might be starting maybe this weekend. I'm thinking, but Quayle just was, boom, boom. you know, boom 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 <laughs> boom boom boom. Uh, he just he just looked like he was the ball was playing around him. He was just turning circles, kind of sometimes even look nothing like worked. what he yeah nothing worked. Yeah, I agree. I kind of I agree with both of you. In fact, um, Antuna was going to be one of my downs, but Felcher also. Felcher got caught up field a bunch of times. Oh, we, in that game. That's and that's one thing that after the after the rewatch, you notice that, um, yeah, our, you know we have our our fullbacks attacking, but if we have a team because Chicago's not not great, no, they weren't great on the night either. Um, and if they had better attackers, we would have lost this game five one five two. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but we got we got caught cleats, we got man. caught on the counter so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah was so a, much. There was a one. What was it? Was right before um right before we tied it up actually, where they had a what was like a. Three like on a three one. on one, yeah, yeah, and just the guy slips, you know, and he can't catch up to the ball that was crossed. It was, yeah. Well, they it, beat us in almost every category. Yeah. They outshot us. They outpossessed us. Their passes were more successful. They outdribbled us. We tied them on aerial duels at fourteen, which is fine. But if they're a counterattacking team, we probably want to do that a little more often. Uh, they tackled harder than we did. We, it, it was an ugly game. I mean, it, let's be honest. Outside of it being a home opener, we call it a, a it's a pretty poor game of soccer. Uh, no one was. It was actually better than I oh, thought it was. Uh, like when I went back to rewatch it, like it was, it was higher paced than I thought it was. Yeah, but I mean, if it's a fast game where no one can connect a pass and people are getting the ball taken off them every thirty seconds, every you know ten seconds, it's it's a fast game. It's just it's not. It wasn't a great. It's game not something soccer, you would no, show no, someone no. to sell no, them. No, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. To your point, Tuck, that was the one thing about Antuna is the guy he got the ball. He and Quayle both got the ball taken off him so easily. Antuna was dispossessed more than any other player on the field. Yeah. Four times he tried to dribble and got it taken off of him and then would go back and do the exact same thing all over again. 
to to your point about uh, any of our new guys, that was Antuna's game plan. He went basically. You can look at the heat maps for that game. He goes basically to the same spot every time. But what he was doing wasn't working. When Alessandrini ends up going down hurt, and Antuna switches over to the right side, and Maboateng comes in, his heat map is almost exactly layered over Tantuna's. But he wasn't dispossessed as often. Still got crosses in. Like he, they went to the same place. They went to the same places and attempted to do the same thing. But Emma was just more successful in it than Antuna, and maybe that's comfortability playing on the left. Maybe it's it's comfortability playing in MLS. The speed of this game compared to wherever Antuna was before he came here. Yeah, I, I, that's the thing is when when uh, you know DTK was talking about, oh yeah, he can play on the right, he can play on the left. Not from what I saw. I mean, it looked like he looked he he looked like he just it got taken out of his game because he's been so used to playing on the left all preseason. Yeah. You know, that's you know, you I mean you switch the sides, it's going to be you, you look in the field different. Yeah, exactly. You had a game plan. And yeah. and uh, what? 8 minutes into your game plan, 9 minutes or 15 minutes into your game plan something like that. Um everything everything gets changed where is it? 20 Austin, minutes. Austin Drini is is weak hands. Made out of glass. Dude, um, they're made out of paper. Yeah. But it's still it's still it's still game 1. Still game one for, or at least specifically on Antuna and Cueo. Still game one, relatively young, a lot of time. Yeah, and if you guys have any opinions or questions or anything you want to uh, talk about this game, give us a call at 562-641-5277. That's 562-641-5277. What about your positive, sir? Uh, positive. Let's turn this ship around. Turn it around a little bit. Uh, let's think of a positive. Um, David Bingham. My goodness. I, I assumed he was going to take the easy one, so I was like, oh, I'll figure out any of the other ones. And I, so I posted up our, our poll uh, last week for the uh, Man of the Match, um, and I voted for, for Bingham. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen this dude have a better game mm-hmm. in a Galaxy jersey than he did on Saturday. Save, save the one chance that it's extremely unfair to ask him to do anything on, that Polenta back pass. Yeah. There's no, and you can even, if, watch the replay, he looks so like... When he runs out, his body does this really weird, like, electrocution thing because he's so shocked. He can't believe that he just passed that ball back. And so he's trying to figure out quickly, like, what, where do I need to be to give me the best opportunity? Because no part of me, no part of me whatsoever assumed CJ Sapong would be one-on-one with me. With Polenta having the ball, three defenders between me, CJ Sapong, and the goal. Like, or the ball, CJ Sapong, and the goal. What? But, Did he just? It was was it a thing where he was like, he just got caught up in two mindsets where he's like, oh, I'm gonna pass it to the defender, or I'm gonna pass it to. The, I need to the pa- I think it's I need to pass it hard to get back to the keeper. I need to pass it relatively soft to get to the defender, and he couldn't really make up which one to do, so it ends up going in between the keeper and the defender, and at a medium pace, and it's just it's it looks like it's p- played back to Sapong. Yeah, like it looks like it's a perfect pass to Sapong. Um, but outside of that, yeah, uh, I, I thought Bingham was was, I mean, out, outstanding is probably not really justified. But he was very, very good. He uh, he definitely kept us in that game. Saved at least four saves. I think five shots on goal from from Chicago somewhere around there, um, and just just that one. Hands down, I mean, the best performance I've the best performance I've ever seen that guy have yeah. in the Galaxy jersey. Hands down. Um, I don't, don't want to take I don't want to take the easy one either. 
Just take it, dude. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. Well, I, look, I love. I love seeing the kid play. I love watching Efrain play and having. He's the talk of the. He's the talk he's of the, the talk of the town. Talk of the town. Talk of the weekend. And be burying the lead to not to not mention it. Do you want me? I can save it for you, Ben, if you want it. I mean, it's, no, I was say he's not just talk of the town. I mean, he was on uh, United States of Soccer with Jason Davis. He was talking about. Let's him. let's let's be real, because even though Zlatan scored that that uh, the game winner, everything was was talk, everyone was talking about was talking about Efrain. Mm-hmm. Talk, can I go now? Well, I didn't even do, yeah, I, I got to go. Yeah, no, no. Fuck it, go for it. It, it kind of ties into the whole effort thing. And mine was um, talk, at halftime. You remember when I, I came over? I said hi to you, and I said, you know, we're going to see what kind of tactician Scalotto is. Mm-hmm. See what kind of changes he made. And you know what? He pulled all the right strings. Everything, you know, both his subs came in, made instant impacts, and really changed well, the let's, game. Let's be fair. It's the only subs you're going to make that you can actually, you know, contribute to a game and, and change the game. They can so, affect. If you're looking to affect the game, it's oh, sure. literally the only two you can bring in. Those are the only two offenses. Yes. Subs had left. Yeah, but but I mean, you know, who whatever they he, he did it at the right time. Yeah, you he know, put him in the right positions you to succeed. Do it, yeah. And they both came in, and you know, Efren it looks from you know from preseason he looked like he was well, it was he, a little he, above he, him. It yeah, looked like he he couldn't handle it. Yeah, just he, yet he came a long way from that first preseason. Yeah, game we oh saw yeah. Him. Just, just his confidence on the ball. Like what we were talking after that first preseason game, you and I sat in here, Ed, and said the kid looked out of his depth. Yeah. You know, and yes, or Saturday, I mean, it was unbelievable the difference. I mean, the kid looked like he belonged easily. I'm not, I'm not there yet. You know, I'm not quite there yet, but he looks damn good. He looked, I mean, he he was the game. He was the guy who changed the entire game, right? I think who scored had him rated at six point seven, and this is who scored out of uh, ranking out of ten, if that's not clear. But uh, who scored had him six point seven. He had a first assist on uh, the Steris goal, second assist on the Zlatan goal. That pass to Pontius, beautiful. The pass to Pontius said Pontius rockets off the crossbar, absolutely beautiful. Um, the Little chip, little outside of the foot chip to Steris, who's coming in at, at the perfect time. A big game to him, not not getting uh, as many plaudits as he probably deserves, but a uh, big, big game from Daniel Steris. But that little outside of the boot chip he got to him reminded me, and uh, it's only because I've been going through it recently and I've uh, been looking at a lot of old clips with, with Gio and seeing what he was able to do. But Efren's pass looks just like Alessandrini's pass to Gio when we're playing, I think it's Minnesota. And Gio gets that little like, kind of hooks it in with his foot and the goal at the last second. You couldn't couldn't wish for a better performance. He's now Efren Alvarez becomes our youngest player to start a USL game, youngest player to get an assist in Galaxy history. Presumably sometime pretty soon he's going to become the youngest player to start a game in Galaxy history. Like you are all watching history be made with this kid. And he looks up for. It. He definitely looked better than Cuello did in every minute they were both on the field. So, really, really excited to see what he's going to be able to do. Yeah, and th- like I said, I think what we saw from Cuello and what we saw from from Alvarez, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if you see him starting in that attacking mid role on Saturday. Yeah, I don't know. Cuello, Cuello just got a lot of minutes in preseason. I got I got to think they're they're not going to throw him out after one. I mean, that would that's going to crush that kid. I mean, at least whatever confidence he's built up through the preseason, it's going to destroy him. It's gonna it'll undo all the work he did. And if you keep Efren on the bench for one more game, you know, you hear all the things they were talking about uh, in the postgame. They're working on keeping his feet on the ground and kind of keeping him contained to, hey, you're 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 really good, but you're sixteen and really good. 
and you haven't started a game in MLS yet and really good. So let's slow it down. I, if I'm if I'm placing a bet, I think we start Quayo again, and Efrain comes in, maybe gets a, little, a couple more minutes than he got this time. All right, I, I can see that. So was that Ben? You already had your your up for this game. What else? Anything else you you saw from this game that you positive, positively negative? Anything? Uh, positive. We had uh, thirteen shots overall as a team. Two from out. Uh, only two from outside the box. So we're working the ball inside, trying to get score, get some more high quality chances. Uh, three shots from the six-yard box, eight from inside the penalty area, five on target, and five successful dribbles. Um, we had nine tackles in the game, which only which tied us for joint second bottom of the league. Um, Chicago had 18. Uh, DC just uh, for some comparison, DC United had 27 overall. So we're we're defensively kind of getting kind of a little slow, but we're going to be picking these things up as the defense kind of figures out where everybody else else is it's not going to be a matter of Chicago is wasting a chance and we've got to recover the ball and, and playing it back out hopefully over time it'll be more of you know we're getting in there and being impactful outside of the back pass I thought Polenta was fine um, I, I still don't we're not seeing what we're I don't think we're, we're seeing right now or even in preseason where we're eventually going to get out of him I think it's it's there's going to take some polishing of that gym remember he didn't play soccer for about a year didn't he he was out for a while it's it's going to take some time for him to get up to competitive soccer speed outside of the preseason, outside of friendlies. Give that kid a month, and I think we're we're going to be amazed by him. I genuinely believe we're going to be amazed by him. He still looks so calm and cool and collected on the ball. Felcher was great, highest-rated player on our team, uh, front to back, including over Big Zlatan. Um, and Zlatan getting a goal, getting well, off the mark and getting started. I would say this is probably one of the worst games Zlatan had for us. Still finished at 7.1, I think. It was, I mean, let's be honest, like, he got dispossessed. 7.3. He got dispossessed a couple times, um, wasn't really connected with anybody. His passes weren't working. Like, whatever, what what passes he did try to do. Um, And, you know, you don't really expect him to be this this great chance creator, especially looking at the people around him and Alessandrini out. and, And, you know, now you've got Antuna and Emma, Emma who famously you know, can't really score to save his life. And this other kid who's, who's across the ball, very well. across the ball. And this other kid in tune, who's kind of having a, a shocker of a game. Um, even inside of that Zlatan couldn't really get any passes kind of going and connecting, but five total shots is what you want from a forward. Uh, on the live feed um, on our chat, Brian Lovos, he does make a point. Um, Cause Legette's supposed to be back for this weekend. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be back for Saturday. So if he is, do you, Put him in there, or just you start him on the bench. I start him on the bench. Start him on the bench, just I, so we can ease him into it a little bit. The other thing so is he's not coming back and just getting hurt right again. You can't have him. You can't. Part of the concern has to be, well, does Legette come? Does he come back healthy? Do we put him right in? I, I I can't recall exactly. I feel like he went down with a right hamstring injury. Sound right? I'm not trying to start someone. Let's do the the galaxy. It's it's the lower body, lower muscle. body, yeah, lower body muscle injury. Yeah. Um. If he, I'm not trying to start him at a position that's going to demand he do a ton of running, coming off a hamstring injury for someone who's been battling some lower body injuries for a while. Um, I think if you're going to sub him in, probably end up subbing him in at. I'd rather end up subbing him in at center midfield if we need a goal, getting someone like Carrasco off who is, you know, where attacking goes to die. I think you run with the game plan. Start Quayo. Quayo doesn't work out. You sub in Efrain. Uh, if Legette's healthy and ready to go, you can use him to take Emma off because by 
at that point, Emma's probably going to need a substitution, and then you only have Legette running 20, 25 minutes, or, you know, drop him in the middle. Back in the chat from uh, Damon AZ and Madame Serrano, the bench boy. <laughs> De- hashtag the bench boy. The bench boy. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't rush him just because I, I'd be concerned about re-aggravating the injury, and then you got to start all over. Let's talk about injuries. And the same same shit, different year mm-hmm. with uh, with Ramon. Well, I, I just I, just paper thin, yeah, hamstrings. I mean, and this just goes back to us being thinking maybe 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 it's not so so great to to give this dude an extension. Maybe it's time to like, yeah, you know what? If someone's who's going to play mm-hmm. twenty or less games in a year, we've already we're starting the president, right? Like. Hey, if you don't, you can't play a full year. We're just gonna drop you. Yeah, this is this <laughs> we're is starting it, right? So I read on 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 world famous Galaxy Twitter uh, shortly after the game a lot of the same sentiment, like, "Oh God, well, Alessandrini hurt again. Oh, you can't offer the guy an extension." The this and this is all I took from it. Yeah, I can understand not wanting most of what I was reading from people said, "Hey, offer the guy a one year extension. If it's two years, it's a one year extension with a one one year uh, club option, putting us in a position of power." I understand that. That's what we should offer any player over 30, 31 years old who isn't a Zlatan level, Beckham level, you know, you, you follow. Um, what a difference a day makes when Gio's gone. Because the day after Gio's gone, they're like, ah, oh, you can't offer Allison Drini a two-year extension. You fucking crazy? Yeah, you got to get rid of this guy. Look, Tam player at best. You know, open up a designated player spot, see what we can do. Maybe we can make some moves. The day after Gio's gone, you go two, two days in the, in the past, and go look. We can't offer Allison Dreamy more than a one year extension. Well, here's the thing: people is, cut your you fucking hand off. You can't have it where every year this dude goes down yeah. and misses, you know, fifteen games of the year. Like I, you can't I follow you. It, it's just, and especially if, if you know it's a DP contract. Even so, what if he makes just above the DP threshold where you can't tamp him down? Fine. The but most, the most painful DP spot is the one that's like just outside of being able to buy him down. Just outside of being able to buy him down, and then he goes down, and now you're you're at Jonathan and Zlatan, and that's that's your your core going forward. Yeah, maybe maybe it's because it's it's life's a little little happier with Gio being gone. But if you can get Allison Drini down to Tam, that would be a that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. It wouldn't be the worst thing. All right, moving on. Uh, we did get our uh, email from the week from Big Tony. Thank you so much, Big Tony. Uh, so showing no faith in the Galaxy. I predicted a draw, which did not happen, while Ben and Chris both correctly uh, predicted a win for the good guys. Uh, both Ben and Chris predicted Zlatan would score, but neither foresaw Steris. No one saw Steris scoring a goal. Uh, the goal scoring machine, not really, uh, but he did put one past Chicago. Ben and Chris start the season with a point lead over Ed, or myself, sorry. It's kind of hard to read in this, with, like, trying to... When it's about you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so many of you guys who who did uh, join a prediction game uh, followed suit with forty six of the fifty two entrants predicting a G's win. Fifty two entrants. Fifty two. That's, 52. that's up. cool, man. Uh, Fifteen of those predicted the correct score line, but much like the show, no one expected Steris to score. Uh, so with so many grabbing two points from the day, uh, I'll pass. Oh, he passes on. He has like the list of everyone that's uh, that's on the who game. did I pick to score? You see up there. I genuinely thought I had stairs. You had Zlatan twice and Emma once. Ah, oh, Emma. Okay. Well, that was fucking insane. Yeah. Well, you, was I, I drinking last I, week? <laughs> I, I think you had someone else and changed it to Emma. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. It wasn't stairs, though. You did not have stairs. No, no, no. Um, 
Allison Drini should get a rub and tug. <laughs> get, the, get the muscle injury out. Uh, and then he also goes on to say, maybe after Dallas, we will start to see a smaller leader group. Uh, so speaking of Dallas, uh, Dallas headed into the season with what seems like a good preseason record, 3-1 and no, having scored 16 goals in four games. However, their opponents were NXT, Rayados, Houston Baptist University, FC Bayern Munich 2, and San Antonio FC, which is the game that they lost. Uh, must say, uh, most will say preseason doesn't matter, which the burn, I like that he throws in that, nice. uh, demonstrated only in managing a 1-1 draw on the weekend versus New England on a goal from Colombian winger Michael Barrios. Last season, the G's faced Dallas twice, both times losing 2-3. Uh, Kamara Boateng scored, scored in the first game. Zlatan netted a brace in the second. In the last six meetings Dallas uh, against Dallas, the G's have lost five and drawn once. The last time the G's won in Dallas was a 2-1 win on August 15, 2015, where Keen scored a brace. I appreciate the sheer amount of work he just put into that. Yeah, thank you, Big Tony. I really well appreciate done, that. Sir. But yes, thank you so much. And he did send me a list of uh of all those who have uh, participated in in the in the in the game. And you guys, if you do want to participate in that for the Dallas game, make sure you're sending. Uh, you're going to riotsquadcast.com, uh, the prediction game for Dallas is up there right now. Also, the rules are up there, and then also like the prizes. So if you want to go up there, read the rules and everything that you can get as a winner of the prize. And again, thank you, Big Tony, on that as well. And if you're the, uh, you know, if you're a Patreon uh, participant, Patreon.com/slash/riotsquadcast, uh, we are doing a monthly winner of an away day shirt. So, you know, what? yeah, you can go inside it for five, ten dollars a month. Then there's other perks. Go do it. Go do it. And thank you guys for buying our shirts, too, by the way. I saw the people, squad. like, showing up to the game wearing them. It was fucking that awesome. That was really weird. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's awesome. Mostly because I just wore, like, a Galaxy jersey. Erica was like, you're not going to wear a Squadcast shirt? And I was like, well, that, I don't want to be a podcaster walking around in my own shirt. Why not? Do, do band members, like, wear their own shirts? This is the one time you don't have that fucking drop ready. Because his fat ass is eating pizza. Jesus Christ, man. producer work. That's the one time I'm like, he's going to play the Josh drop. How does he not play the Josh drop? I was going to play it, but then I thought better of it. You fatty. You this fatty, is this is, this is the moment you're like, discretion. No, I, 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 this is the one moment in his entire fucking life. He's like, hang on. Let me think this through. Let me, let me take a second. I don't want to. I don't want to go for the obvious joke. Every other second I've known this guy, it's the obvious joke. The sad thing is you're absolutely right. 100%. Andrew says there's no such thing as too much self-promotion. <laughs> Ain't wrong about that. Ain't wrong about that. Um, all right, so let's see. Um, so with Allison Drini out, let's uh, let's do some mock uh, some mock lineups. What do we think? Do we do we see pretty much uh, the same lineup we saw at the end of the game? The exact or, same thing. Or when uh, when Allison Drini came out, you just have both on the left, Antuna on the right. So I got Antuna on the right, Antuna and Felcher. It's 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 damage limitation. I mean, you go with what you got. We started out. We started out the last game in a really what was an attacking. I thought was an attacking four three three. We had Cueto up top, Cueto up top in the, in the midfield three. Um, Antuna pressed up really really high with Zlatan. Alessandrini pressed up really really high with Zlatan. Um, and then your your two you know relatively holding center midfielders. Felcher doing a lot of overlapping work. If you look at his hot, his uh, heat map, he's all over the place. Um, but. Sorry, I'm fucking reading the live chat. I gotta get out of there. Um, with Alessandrini going down, you don't really have an option for anyone else at right wing 
besides moving Antuna over to the right. Because you could have put, you if if Skeloto had any faith, if anyone really of the last, what, three, four managers had any faith in him on the right, you would have seen him on the right by now. But as soon as he comes in, it's, well, we're going to move the Loney who's been playing to play at a certain place, play on Zlatan's side at a certain time, play with a center midfielder. We're going to move him over to the other side because out of necessity. You could have moved Emma over, and Emma could have played with a bunch of people he's used to playing with, and we still had to move Antuna over. What do you what, what do you think of uh, having uh, Pontius come on as a right wing, and then having Antuna go back at the left, and that way you can have Emma come off as like you know the super sub at the end of the game where dudes are tired and you got you got that guy to come off. I, I personally think that's what they're going to do. What put Pontius to the right? Yeah, I think Pontius starts. Just because I, I just I think that everybody saw that Antuna couldn't do it over on the right. He was a border with both he and Felcher over there. It was you saw that Chicago kept going down their left yeah. side. That was Chicago's you know? side all night. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah. so I, I think he's going to see that. And I, I, it's just it's hard to see Pontius starting a game until we sign another forward. Because if anything happens to Zlatan, it's got to be Pontius who plays. It has to be Pontius who plays forward. Everyone else is gone. You look at this. You look at all. Look at the bench for. Fuck, I think I closed it. But you look at the bench for who we had against um, against Chicago. We had and uh, Boateng, Pontius. Uh, who was the third sub? Boateng, Pontius, Alvarez, Alvarez, and then three defense. Lampson, yeah. Uh, Tomas Hilliard Arce and Dave Romney. If anything happens to Zlatan, he pulls up. You know, knock on wood, he pulls a blame. Or if he gets sick the night before, Pontius has to start it forward. So you don't want to start him at right wing. And then if he goes down, it's like, well, every defender in the game knows Zlatan has to play the full 90 minutes. I think that's why you're going to end up getting Boat. You're going to get Boateng and Antuna starting just out of squad necessity. If Bradford Jameson was still on the team, you probably more likely see him than you would see Pontius on the right uh, just because he can cover. But even then you could, you could in theory play Pontius and then Jesus uh, slub Zlatan Ibrahimovic off for Bradford Jameson. Just, just play uh, Romney as a as a center forward and just have him ping balls to him. Sold. Stare, but but stare us up there. Gets hey man, we we looked pretty threatening on on set pieces. That's all we got. So, Stares could have had two goals in the night if it had he not hit that first one right at the keeper. Yeah, you know you know you shouldn't expect too much, but I I, I can't I can't imagine genuinely can't imagine a scenario where it's not it's not Emma and Antuna. Antunia. And tuna. And tuna. There's no just flat out. There's no Enya. He's just the bit. There's no huh? The, the squiggly line on top. Enya. That's what the end. The end and the squiggly line. It's an Enya. <laughs> Is that what it's actually called? Yeah. I can't. Here's. The, I can't tell if you're fucking with me or if, if that's genuine. <laughs> I know, what it's called. He, he's actually. He's looking at you. as speaking with authority, man. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's, I ain't seen that in a while. Say it again. How do you say it? Enya. Enya. Like Enya. <laughs> okay. But I got yeah. it. Now. Like the musician chick. Enya, but yeah. Not yeah. Enya. 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 Okay. Enya. Yeah, you'll fucking... It's the N with the squiggly line on top. Right. There's a whole lot of N words going on around here right now. We got we got dial this bitch back. <laughs> if I can wheel it back in. But um, yeah, I I feel like <sighs> just our depth is so non-existent right now, just because of all the injuries that that are going on. But if every if ever you looked at an upside to having like three million dollars in allocation money to spend, and and with the roster not being frozen yet. Still plenty of time. Well, the roster's not frozen until May 1st, so yeah. we have some time. Um, all right. Let's get our predictions, and then uh, since I got no points last week. May 7th, actually. Really? For the roster freeze. I yeah. thought I saw May 1st. Um, you saw wrong. I saw wrong. Let's see. 
FC Dallas away. FC Dallas away. We haven't won in. We haven't beat Dallas in Dallas in four years. Um, we're pretty thin, depth wise. Dallas tied New England in their first preseason yeah, game. I'm trying to talk myself into it, man. Um, let's go with a. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go with three one win. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. You might be right because remember, I started, I started hot last year, and then uh, so you were, you're the most incorrect this time. Who is the most wrong between you and me? Uh, well, I think you said three does, one. Does Tony give us an order? Usually, he gives us an order. Did you say two email. one or did you say? I said two nothing. He said three one. So, so you're both off, kind of. Yeah, we were off, you know, kind of by scissor? exactly the same thing. Rock paper scissors. No, I, I, you know what? I picked Ben. You pointed at me and said, so, <laughs> you want to rock, paper, scissors? Us, yeah. who, for the listener who, who, <laughs> I who can't that see, right now. He, he, Ed was like, I picked Ben and then pointed at me. <laughs> so one, two, three, shoot. Yep, let's do it. Fuck. Okay. Uh, so Ben won. I can't even get my, my goal scores in? Or... Yeah, go ahead. We're handling real business. With uh, yeah, fucking, exactly. With your draw. Um, I'm going to go two for Zlatan, and then I'm going to go one for Pontius. Okay. Um, I I don't think we're going to win this. Um, I hope I hope we do. God, please, Jesus, we need a good start. Um, especially if we can get a good start prior to bringing some people in. I think we're going to end up losing this. I think we're going to lose. It's still hard to bet against someone like Zlatan to to think we're going to go shut out. But I, I think we're going to end up losing this two nothing. Two nothing with no injuries though, so I'm going to go positive there. This is why I don't get. The, if if it's two nothing, do I hit the hat trick? Because I'm saying we're going to have zero goal scores. Yeah, I guess you got the goal scores and prediction. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, Actually, you know what? Fair. That's not up to us. It's up to Big Tony. No, no, no. If, well, no. Big Tony is is responsible for the internet prediction if, game. If we if we lose, he gets the the he gets that. Yeah, he gets the scores, yeah, I guess. If he gets the scores, scores, he gets that right. And since yeah, we would have no scores, then he'd get the three points. Cool. I'll take that. Yeah, I think, it, sadly, remorsefully, I think it's going to be a 2-0 two nil, uh, nil loss. I, I disagree. I actually think we're going to draw this game. Ooh, Damn, someone's going to point. Someone is fucking... Yep. Uh, about, oh, I hope it's... Uh, it, in part, I kind of hope it's you just so it gets all evened up. But I also want to yeah. win, so uh, fuck you. I kind of want to say 2-2, two, two, but I'm going to play on the conservative side and, side and go one all. Okay. So Who's the goal scorer? I'm going to say the goal. It's got to be Zlatan. Okay. Although I got a feeling it's going to be Pontius, but I'm going to say Zlatan. I can tell officially. you in in the live chat right now, Dan Montjoy has a one-one with Steris as the goal, giving him the the lead for the Galaxy Golden Boot. You really should take well, that pick. You know, it's, you know who has a goal, right? Is Daniel Steris. You know who doesn't have a goal? Joseph Martinez. That's true. Well, that's because Joseph Martinez is a bitch. That's. I mean, that's the main thing. That's. Daniel Steris is a man. Daniel Starris is indeed who, a man. Who doesn't have golden tips in his hair? No, he, he has. He doesn't he, have frosted tips. Yeah, he has the hair of someone his age, which is good. In the in the decade that a he's good in. a good American haircut. Now it's getting like a little, pro- now it's getting questionable. Like a proper haircut. Hmm? I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah. Like a parted to the side haircut. Oh goodness! We're in a black shirt with gold trim. I just <laughs> learned about that. All right, let's move on. You want to you want to hum the song, Chris? Mm-hmm. <laughs> This has got to be thrilling for people to listen to, right? Well, for anyone who doesn't know the song "Rumors" by Timex Social Club, it doesn't make 
any sense at all. All right, so it's been uh, been reported or rumored on Twitter that the Galaxy are rumored to um, World Cup winning defender, and I'm probably going to butcher this name. I'm sure I am. Uh, Adil Rami, who currently plays for uh, Marseille in France. Marseille, Marseille, Marseille in France. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a guy who knows Alessandrini from playing with him. Uh, also knows uh, Zlatan, I believe. They played together on Milan, I believe. Uh, he was at Milan. He was, uh, at, he was at Milan in 2014. So I don't know. That might have been just a little too late. 2014 for 2015. Anyways. Um, 33-year-old defender from Bastia, France. Um we have been looking to get another. We've been rumored to a couple of center backs now. Mm-hmm. We got monies. We got. We have in. We got them chatters. What do you think? What do you think about this? We also got two international spots. Oh yeah, it was reported randomly uh, that we traded an international spot to, or we, we got tra- an international spot from Columbus from, yeah. on Friday. Weird. Yeah, I didn't see that. Random. It, it didn't say for what, but it's, I think uh uh. Guessman said that. Uh, they're, the press release is supposed to be later this week, so doesn't make oh, sense. So it like it's MLS. Official. It's, yeah. Well, it's on the MLS, it was on the MLS website, so someone found it and then uh, tweeted it to Guessman. Yeah. And he he put he put it out there. Oh, okay. Weird. So and potentially a third one with if the rumored of uh, Alessandrini getting his green card. Green card yeah. So that could p- potentially bring in a. Th- Third international spot. Oh, it's nice to be good again. It's nice to at least be moving. Bring in all your right. Frenchies and your Argies. We'll take, bring we'll them, take all. them all, yeah. Just bring them all. Your Guayans. Oh, your uh, Costa Rican. What? Costa Rican. Yeah. yeah, Venezuelan. Find, any, find any a Colombian. Doesn't matter. I've wanted a Colombian so bad on this team because they do so well in this league, and I'm like, why aren't you guys going for these dudes? Because they don't sell tickets. Oh, that's true. Is there a whole, is there a lot, is there like a Colombian contingent? I remember for a while there was like, they were just bringing in dudes from, from Colombia and they were just like bossing. I'm like, dude, bring those guys in. They're probably cheap as hell too, and they make good ass coffee. A good friend, Madam Serrano, <laughs> saying we got a the, the Madam Serrano, the Galaxy Outsider. If you don't follow him on the Twitter, he says we got an international spot for fifty thousand in uh, Gam and Tam. It's a good old, good old fake allocation money. Jam Tam. So what do you think? Uh, I mean, you know, we're gonna get some players in. I mean, it's just it's happening. It's gonna happen. Just. Yeah. I think I don't know if I want to. I don't know if these older center backs are kind of the guys I want them to bring in, though. But they are experienced. I mean, you can't. How do you say no to a a World Cup winning defender like who's who's at Marseille? Yeah, I mean, um, you do if it doesn't make sense, you know. Uh, so far this year, he's played thirteen games. He has a goal and assist. Um, like he's still actively playing. He's still he's playing soccer, but he is a little older. And in a MLS is a more physical league. Like it's going to be harder than it is playing as one of the top French teams in what is you know being honest, just a less physical league. I don't really get the money. He got bought by Marseille in July of 2017, and he's still actively playing. And they bought him for uh, 6.84 million dollars, according to the transfer market. We're not paying a transfer fee for him, or he'd be a designated player. So I, I don't really get how how that money's going to work on that player. I get the rumors. I just knowing even a little bit about MLS's rules and their structure, it doesn't make sense. Well, here's the thing, man. He wants to be close to his girlfriend. Do you know who his girlfriend is? Mm. A one, 
Hey, that's Ben jerking off over there. Yeah. If you ever know that sound. <laughs> I know. I know. It's the one, the only Pamela Anderson. She does good work, I've seen. But I, I thought the room, they said she had moved out to Marseille with him. But you know, she probably wouldn't come back to California, dude. Yeah, she wants to live in Long Beach. Yeah. Fuck, dang Long Beach living. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it. I just don't, I don't see how the money, make, I don't see how the money works. Even with, even with us being flush, I don't see how the money works. Uh, he, he seems like he would require a transfer fee. He's going to start his, uh, his, uh, his new fashion brand out here. So he's like, no, I'll take, I'll take 700,000. Well, it would be interesting. Sorry, Ben. Go ahead. I would say they could do what they did with, with Cole and with, uh, DeYoung when they come out, when they came out, you know, have them negotiate out of their own contract. But with Cole, Cole was a problem for Roma. Roma wanted, as a personality, Roma was willing to eat the money to get the, the person. Actually <laughs> yeah, Cole, Cole was like, Cole was not playing and didn't didn't want to play for them anymore. And he and Roma was like, we don't want you to play for. Our team and anymore. with De Jong, De Jong was promised that he would get a designated player deal the following year, kind of like what Zlatan had. Uh, Adil Rami is not getting a fucking DP deal at thirty four years old. It's not going to happen, no matter how good he is. Um, I still think it's going to be. It'll. I think we'll end up with center back coverage. I think it'll end up being. We might have one more promotion from the academy. We have a, a couple kids that are right on the cusp, uh, but I think we're going to end up. I think Giancarlo Gonzalez just monetarily still makes the most sense. And you, if you want to have something that's more or less a sure thing, and you know the region, they're the same age, though, aren't they? They're pretty much the same. I think age. Giancarlo's thirty two. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. thirty one. Yeah. They're, okay. 31. All right. So he's a couple years younger. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's Costa Rican. That's close enough to Colombia, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's in the region. Yeah, it's in the region. They throw a dart, dart at it. Still good coffee. And was he? Giancarlo uh, is playing in what uh, Serie A, right? So Giancarlo no, is at Bologna. In Serie B. He's at Bologna in Serie A. Uh, suck I it. He was, he's loaned down to Serie B. Suck it. Uh, he left uh, Palermo okay. in July of 2017 to join Bologna for 1.71 million. Uh, he. Uh, so we could totally get him a fur Tam deal. He's played ten games this year, so he is still playing ten games in the in Serie A and two games in the Coppa Italia. So he is, you know, he's bouncing around. He's not getting full full matches for Bologna. He's, he's averaging about 60, 70 minutes a game. So he, some subs here. I'm and saying there. it's in a in a league that's very defense heavy. Mm-hmm. I would probably want to get that dude. In. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. And especially defense heavy and not one of the bigger teams. So he's got to be used to having people come at him and and quickly and and a little more physical italian league is way more physical than it used to be um i I, i'm hoping it's him and he's got experience with mls he played with columbus i think it was for a year yeah um he's been he's been in the league he's been around um and sold for a profit and and his value is kind of taking a step back maybe he's one of these guys that we kind of we fix and we uh we repair what they're doing and see if we can get some some value out of them all right well the other rumor that was from this week was uh was Giuseppe. Oh, well, it wasn't really a rumor. It was just Giuseppe. Giuseppe was spotted. Giuseppe, the trader Rossi, um, was spotted on his Instagram that he was flying somewhere and it was sunshine. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it was rumored that he was going to come to the galaxy. But then that was uh, kiboshed into him having a trial with LAFC. And then didn't really see pictures of him training with them or anything. Uh, and then it came out that he was done trialing and wasn't going to give offered a contract. Yeah. And then was spotted Saturday at the Galaxy game. Well, my understanding is LAFC never said that he's on trial with them or he was even training with them uh, officially. Um, I don't know if, if that ever changed or if, if something came out that I didn't see. I'd do my best to not really pay attention to those people. But my understanding is officially LAFC was never like, hey, he's he's 
on the books with us, or he's trialing with us right now. He's training with us. It, it was he was. It was announced in the MLS, you know, rumor sphere, but nothing really that popped out officially. So who knows? But he was at the, oh, yeah, here it goes. Uh, Baxter had it. He says, uh, Giuseppe Rossi, or some, he quote tweeted someone who said, Giuseppe Rossi is not training anymore with LAFC. So you are right there. Being told uh, he spoke yesterday with Bob Bradley and is now gone. So, and, and uh, he said, uh, Baxter said he spoke with someone at the Galaxy and they knocked down the idea of the former Italian national. Winding up in LA, so that dude's gonna end up on a USL team. That would be uh, it'd be the lights. It'd have to be the Los. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. How great would it have been if that dude signed for LAFC though? It'd have been good. I saw. I I did see. It, it would it would make them easier to hate. But I saw I saw some Galaxy fans saying they would like the only reason they would like Rossi, and and no one here is advocating advocating for Giuseppe Rossi. But the only reason they would like him is uh, ensuring that that villain title kind of. Comes back to the game. Oh, I'm absolutely embracing the villain role. Yeah, you gotta you gotta go full, full Marty's girl at this point. Whoop whoop. So it, it, you know, outside of that, hopefully he doesn't play in the galaxy. So I can keep hating him. All right, Benjamin, do you have some uh, lightning round questions for us, sir? Way too low. Let's play that. You gonna do it one more time? Cut it off. Just, just, just let's, let's play hit that it again. Hit it. There you go. Everybody loves it. Let's get the pew pews in this bitch. I just just leave it up. Beep, 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 beep. I'm still waiting for my Josh drop, but you know, whatever. It's fine. Ah, it's too low. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, Gosh. Ben. Uh, this is why I drink during the show. Yeah. Because it helps me cope. And ease the pain. Fuck Tucker. Tucker sucks. Now the discretion's good. Yeah. Was that loud enough? Yeah. It was. Thank you. Booming. All right, so we did get um, one email with a lightning round question. It was from. Michael, Michael Dallum, he asked, who's the bigger defensive liability this season, Steris or Felcher? Um, I'm going to say Felcher because he's probably going to be on the field more than Steris is going to be. So, yeah. Correct answer. Yeah. I will, I will, this is the shortest my answer is ever going to be. Correct. Felcher is going to play. Steris probably isn't. So, done. All right, we're done with the lightning round. Tuck, you got a FIFA update? Oh, you're terrible. There's so many, uh, so many. Let's tweets. talk real quick. Um, let's stop asking people to tweet the show. And apparently, yeah, right? Because there's a bunch of. Hey Ed, what did you think about Klein getting booed during uh, during the Beckham? I found that both enjoyable and sad at the same time. Yeah, I used to like that guy so much. It's uh, I found it enjoyable because I was like, oh wow, fans actually like cared because it wasn't just us. Yeah, no, it, was it the genuinely stadium. was not us. It was the state, and there were there were applauses and there were cheers. But the stadium booed that dude. There's no, there really is no two ways about that, and it's deserved. If, if you wanted our opinion on it, and you saw it on his face, he like did, he had like a grin. It hurt. Oh, it's yeah, just it hurt. a little. It bit. was awkward. And then the moment he announced Beckham, the whole stadium was like, oh, yeah, someone who did something, did something positive, kind of made I up felt, for himself. I felt both sad and happy in that moment. Just like, wow, that was weird. There did appear to be a realization on his face of. Oh man, it's not it's not ten or fifteen or twenty or six hundred loud assholes. It's just, Everyone it's just not those it. corner assholes that Everyone are that are booing it. me. Well, that you don't have Viannis to like not show up to Legends nights anymore. You are the guy. You are the bad apple at this point. Um, so yeah, you know you feel bad for the guy. What are you gonna do? What else? Do you have some more uh, lightning round questions for us, Chris? Yeah, let me just let me just ben, keep scrolling through since Ben doesn't want to Ben doesn't want to read anything. Yeah. Um, 
So, oh, uh, Travis at Off the Post 18 said, uh, for the LA Kings, each player who scores has a different song that they've picked out to play. What would be your song that plays if you scored, or what song would you choose for some of the players? So, what song would you have play? Uh, you know, if, if you scored a goal, what would what would be your your, your banger? Um, what's the what's the Selena? Selena, what a lot is. What was that song? Yeah, again, <laughs> fucking correct. That is the right answer. Mine was going to be Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison, but yours, uh, uh, what is it called? It was Cumbia? Yeah, yeah. By uh, Guavi or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the official theme song of the Red Squad. Yeah, of course. Of no course, disrespect course. to Fiverr, but uh, uh, right, I, think, I think that's about it. We're, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll wrap it up. Do thank you, you have? For your thank you guys for your questions. Thank you. Uh, we did get a couple of voicemails that Ben didn't want to play either. Ben looks so mad. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what are you looking for, sir? Sorry. Um, FIFA update, sir. Yes. Do you have that for us this week, written by uh, good friend Andrew Alisana, Capo Supremo, who did an outstanding job. On Saturday, thank you very much, sir. You and all the other capos, you guys were incredible this week. Absolutely, um, I'm, I'm a big fan of the boom boom. Clap. I even I even got on the the drums at the end of the game there. Did you? Yes, I did. I heard it go off beat a little bit. I, I assume they changed it up, but also there are some there are whole new instruments from the last time I was there's, at the there's stadium. The, there's the. Sh- I don't know what that's called. The little like yeah, the from the mask. Whatever it's called, but I yeah I fucking I dug it. Not not share the mask, the other mask, right? No, the carry mask. They call me. Cuban beat, I'm the king of the Ragnarok beat, whatever. And when they call me, I go chicky boom, chicky chicky boom, chicky boom, uh, or whatever the lyrics to that song is. Uh, anywho, uh, yeah, Capo Supremo wrote our FIFA uh, update this week. So Hugo, our dear commissioner, fucked up a little bit, opened up one extra week. So uh, sorry, hold on. The live chat. <laughs> Jose Orozco in the chat says uh, calls Ben a maple syrup sucking Canadian. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, sorry, go ahead. Wait, wait, who was it? Uh, Jose Orozco. You're blocked. Fuck you, Jose. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Hang on one second. I want to make sure I don't forget that. Um, yeah, so we have uh, uh, Hugo fucked up a little bit, Open accidentally opened up one extra week that we should have had. Should have been weeks 13 uh, through 16. We accidentally did 13 through 17. So, uh, yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, so Andrew's got our, our power rankings for this week. Going to read verbatim as best I can. Um, weeks... 13 and through 17 are done and dusted. We are beyond the halfway point of the season. Now is the time to scratch or claw your way into the playoffs or plummet down the leaderboard like the 2018-2019 Lakers. And in brackets, he has clip set. So pathetic. <laughs> Zero championships. Like the best thing the Clippers have ever done was draft Blake Griffin, and then it's been all downhill. Anywho, uh, both conferences uh, look to have the playoff teams separated from the non-playoff teams, but with 14 or more games left, anything is possible. Number one, Ed, do you have a guess? Number one with a bullet, power rankings. Which I, I loved meeting him on the weekend and his lady. Your boy. My boy. Oh, Jerry Bear. Jerry Bear, number one with Watford yet again. It finally happened. Up the owns. Ooh, it finally happened. Jerry Bear has been beaten. West Ham came in it. and beat Watford 1-0. Don't believe it. It's the first game Fake that Jerry was not able to score in. So kudos to Texas 41. Our, our good friend Adrian used to be a ticket rep with the Galaxy. Um but it was not enough to knock Jer off the top spot, boasting a goal differential of plus fifty-one. He could do better. What? I mean, come here, Jer. Let's let's bring this let's bring this bad boy home. Uh, boasting a goal differential of plus fifty-one and a league-leading forty-one points through sixteen games, he is still the one with the target on his back, and this week has proved that he is not infallible. Number two, we have Mazatella ten uh, with Aston Villa. That's our, our good friend over at uh, Straight from the Stands. Yes. 
the top man in Conference 2 has familiarized himself with the top six. 38 points puts him in second in the league, and he continues to play all his games, which is what carries him to the number two spot week in and week out. Play your games, guys. Firing 41 goals so far, 16 coming from Tammy Abraham and 13 more coming from Kojia? Sure. Maza is definitely a tough game. Number three, we have 23 Yanks and Swansea City, and still undefeated, 23 Yanks and Swansea City. is going to hold on to the number three spot. He might have overtaken Maza had he played all his games. He has 15 games total, but he has definitely deserved it being towards the top of the list. With over half of his total goals, 36 in total, coming from Narzing. Uh, who has scored 18, it sounds like competitors need to key in on the Dutch winger. Can Swansea pull off an Invincibles-type season? Only time will tell. Number four, we have Hugo with Burnley, hashtag Fear the Bees. Uh, he had another hashtag about Honey that I forgot because he whooped Andrew's ass, which is great. Uh, it was a, The Bees Knees. <laughs> yeah, the Bees Knees. No, oh, I don't know what oh. it was. It is with great regret that I begrudgingly put this entry in. Scripting uh, clearly, scripting clearly helped helping Hugo out at number four. He pulled off a win against Fulham in the most blatant attempt of FIFA to help out a player who is clearly not at the caliber of his opponent. Hugo is somehow at 11 wins with a dismal goal differential of plus 16, while people below him in the conference have far more goals scored and far less goals scored against them. This is I one like of those, how Hugo talks shit one it's time. awesome, right? Talks one time, and then every time Andrew's <laughs> going to do a write-up, it's going to just like just throw so much shade on Hugo. <laughs> This is one of the cases like an elephant in a tree. You don't know how to uh you don't know how it got there, but you know it's coming down eventually. Damn. This is that is fucking harsh. Uh number five, we have Nico Fashow with AFC Bournemouth. Nico's Bournemouth have yet to lose and are probably only solo in this list because of the games played. He's only played fourteen of his seventeen games allowed. Uh Bournemouth has only allowed eight goals in those fourteen games and can be seen scoring regularly with young English striker Caleb Wilson. Sitting at number three in conference one, hopefully Nico makes up his games, and is able to move his way up the charts. And number six, if you haven't heard a name yet that you'd all expect, coming in at number six, our good buddy Decline44 with Liverpool. Last but not least, we have yet another undefeated team. Similar to Bournemouth, Decline has uh, has some games to make up. Otherwise, he would be further up the standings. Although, although only 13 games played, Liverpool has only given up four goals uh, in contrast to Liverpool of real life, they have been getting it done defensively. With a possible 20, uh, 12 points on the table, Decline could easily have shot his way up to the uh, near the top of this list, but without those games played, I'm unable to truly judge where his natural position is in the league. Honorable mentions this week go to Andrew with uh, Fulham, who is still playing amazingly as uh, Samoa Bob, and uh, Obiso Samuel with Chelsea. Top scorers is so far we have Delafeu with Watford, his 30 goals. Troy with Watford has 20 goals. Narzing with Swansea has 18 goals. Uh, Alexander Mitro still on fire with 16 goals. Um, Barnes at Burnley with 16 goals. And Tammy Abraham at Aston Villa with 16 goals. Remember to get your games in so we can accurately make these write-ups. And also, don't be afraid to upload your goals to Twitter and share the, uh, share them with the world. Nico Fischel had a beautiful chip against Gilbert. I'll, I'll retweet it from the main account if you haven't seen it. Beautiful chip against Gilbert. And uh, you can see it by checking at Squadcast FIFA account. Don't forget to tag the account when you uh, upload your goals. We will be doing a goal of the season. They are they are getting amassed. Uh, so make sure you get your golosos in to be part of that. I just want to give a quick shout out to our, our listener, Jamie Bacon, who uh, is cool. Talked to her on the weekend. I think she scored her first goal. Scored her first goal of the tournament. So congrats, Jamie. 
You're doing you're doing, doing the Lord's something. Work. She she got a shirt and as a Patreon, so there you go. She's, she's a super listener and super great, listener. She still plays her games. She does, she's not really bothered by you know losing or winning. That's what she told she's me the weekend. Fun. She's just having fun, which is the point. Which is the point. The last thing I want to mention before we get out of here, we do have a fantasy league going. Uh, we have an MLS fantasy league. If you haven't joined up yet, uh, it's uh, the Riot Squadcast League. It's 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 easy. You can send us a. We'll post a link. Our league code is MJ two seven. MCWK. That's MJ27MCWK. You're not going to remember that. Just You're tweet not. us. Tweet us. Yeah, I'll post it out again. Yeah. Um, or, you know, hit rewind by 10 seconds. Uh, it'll be in the show notes as well, the lead code for, uh, and this is through MLS uh, uh, Fantasy. You can play it on your phone. You can change all your teams on your phone. Winner is going to get a Away Days Mystery Pack uh, valued at 80 bucks. Which so. is the sh- which is a, a jersey, a jacket, and a scarf. And a scarf, so. correct. So yeah, get, in, get on that. Get, get in. Get have fun. What's the, what's the worst? I'm currently beating Chris. I'm 21st in the league. Chris is 22nd in yeah. the league. Yeah. So that's fun. I, I I feel most comfortable when I'm right behind you, sir. Yeah. Always, baby. Oh. Always. Benjamin. It's dark and warm. Here. Where can they find you on the socials, my good man? You can find me at DT Radio Ben. You beat me by one point. <laughs> you can email the show, show at riotsquadcast.com. You can email any one of us individually with our name. At riotsquadcast.com. Hang on, hang on. Uh, so you can email the show at show at riotsquadcast.com. Uh, you can tweet the show at riotsquadcast on Twitter. Uh, anything else you want to add, Ed? Uh, <laughs> it's in the bed. You had a stroke. Uh, Chris, where can they find you on the social, sir? At zerocool138, Instagram, um, Goodreads, and Untapped. That's about it. PSN. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at edthezombie13. You can find me on the PSN at zombinio13. That's E O M. What about your Instagram? H O what? It's, it doesn't drink beer. Although okay. I, I stopped drinking beer, so we'll stop doing that. I have four beers in my fridge that I've had since November of last year. I had my first beer on Saturday. It was the first beer in like two months. So. And I had like nine beers. Yeah, there so. you go. Um, you can find the show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just search Riot Squadcast. Make sure you guys are joining on the prediction games. We are giving away prizes. Big Tony is giving away a bunch of booze. So if you're into that, like go and play. It's free for you to play. Uh, and if you're a Patreon supporter, we are doing a special giveaway every month for an away day shirt if you are participating in our prediction games. So go to patreon.com slash squadcast, sign up. It's five bucks, ten bucks. We do we are giving t shirts away, stickers away, and a bunch of things. So go sign up, help us out. So we can do more of this stuff. That's it. That's what I'm talking about. That's it. Yeah. Buy us a bottle of whiskey. And if you if you want to go Patreon. subscribe go subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash squadcast. Go check out our website, Riot Squadcast. Dot com. We have a shirt up there for 25 bucks, Free shipping. You just pay for the taxes, so it's like a dollar or two extra. Um, go to the prediction games. We have the rules up there, so if you want to find out how to play the game, go there. And we're going to have some write-ups coming up this week, so you know, check it out. And we'll actually get some, some written shit done. So At, go check the website. Riotsquadcast.com. There you go. Boom. On that note, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Brian, suck a dick, bitch.